0: Welcome to the Bible Feed Podcast, a place for conversations about the Bible and faith in the modern world, where ordinary people come together to help each other understand the Bible better. Let's get started. Hello again, then. Welcome back, it's it's Paul Davenport here, and I'm really happy to introduce our next conversation with Josh Dean. Actually, it's something that we're going to split over two episodes. Now, that's partly because when we recorded it, we got to the end and realized we'd been nattering on for too long. Who would ever want to listen to us for over an hour? So we thought we'd split it into smaller doses for you. But there is actually a natural break about halfway through as we're aiming to do two things at once with this conversation. The the main subject that we're discussing is pride. But we also wanted to highlight a particularly important and powerful method that the Bible uses to communicate with us, and that is through stories. So stories have a knack of getting us to think about things a bit more deeply, maybe particularly to look at ourselves or be a bit more self-critical and in ways which we wouldn't if we'd been told directly about some fault, like pride, for example. So that's what we're aiming to do, the first part is thinking about pride generally and how it's characterised in the biblical narrative and the characters. And then the second part, we'll look at a story. In this case, we'll look at a parable that Jesus told, which will demonstrate how powerful that teaching method can be. So let's get into the first part. So uh, I'm here with, uh, with Josh Dean. Hi, everyone. And I think um, I think uh, since we last did one of these, uh, we've both ventured away from our, our homes, uh, out to, to take a break uh, in, a, in another part of the country, which uh, was a little bit of a strange experience um, with face masks and so on. I don't know how you found it.
1: It's uh, Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's different to holidays that I remember as a, as a child, um, certainly. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, it's good to uh, get out of the house and uh,
0: enjoy some British weather uh, in another part of the country. Yeah, we've, uh, we've certainly... Um, uh, picked a hot day to do this, um, yeah. but uh, let, let's get into what we're going to talk about. We're going to try and do something that's uh, perhaps a little bit different because we're sort of going to do two things at once here. Uh, that the main subject that we want to try and grapple with and uh, and, and think about is is the subject of pride. Um, which doesn't sound like a terribly positive thing to think about, but you know, hopefully we'll we'll see what uh, what we can say about that from a biblical perspective and um, and and how how we might approach that that subject. But we're also going to think about it in in the context of how the Bible uses stories, uh, and and in particular, we'll look at a parable um, to to help us think about the subject of pride. So we're going to think about also how the Bible uses stories to to teach us and to get points across. Um, and, and how that method of teaching, if you like, helps us to, to think about things in, in a way that you perhaps wouldn't do if somebody said it to you directly. So think specifically about, about pride. Um, you know, someone who is a proud person wouldn't necessarily immediately respond to you uh, if you said to them directly, hey, you, just be a bit less proud and a bit less arrogant, would you? Um, that probably wouldn't get the right response. So, But the Bible doesn't always talk to us directly like that. It it sometimes talks to us in. it gives us stories to think about and it helps us to kind of break down some of the barriers of how we might think about ourselves. So does that, does that sound, uh, sound okay for us to, to deal with that?
1: Absolutely, yes. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a very interesting uh, topic, how to, how to deal with things that are difficult to deal with, um, uh, uh, I suppose. So yes, yeah. it's a, a great one to, uh, to, yeah, to think about today.
0: Yeah, so, so I'll start by putting you on the spot, Josh. Uh, are you a proud man?
1: Well, I'm a uh, I'm a proud left-hander. Um, uh, I'm a, uh, a proud but uh, a rather poor uh, basketball player, I suppose. Um, there's a, there's a few things that I'm somewhat proud of. Um, my uh, my stir-fried rice is all right. I've been working on that since uh, since being in lockdown. Um, and uh, I, I suppose yes, there are definitely times when I I could look back and I could think, oh, that was a, a terribly arrogant or proud thing to, to say or to to have done um, when uh, when faced with these things. But it's a, it's a hard thing to sort of say yes. I am a a proud person with a, with a sort of a a straight face um, uh, in Mm. in a sense. Um, And as you rightly say, it's it's a very difficult thing if someone was to say to you, Hey, stop being proud to sort of instantly flick a switch. It's uh, like the, uh, you know, when, when someone's incredibly angry, just yelling, calm down at them sort of never works, Mm. but you still want to say, calm down because you feel as though you should say something. Um, And dealing with this, this, this idea of pride, recognizing it, uh, something that's uh, um, something we're not um, too happy with about ourselves uh, is is a very challenging thing because uh, what, what what is pride? What, do, what does it look like? How can we see it in ourselves? If we overestimate our own abilities, if we're if we're talking, we're focused about ourselves. Um, it's, very uh, much, it's very much
0: about self-awareness, isn't it? Which is yes, yeah, and in some ways the opposite of pride. Yes, <laughs>
1: and it, 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 if we're challenged, um, particularly if someone you know um, points out that we're, we're we're doing something in a uh, in a proud manner, that defensiveness when when criticised, when that's that's uh, uh, called out, is, is part of a uh, part of it. Uh, not admitting that you're wrong, uh, even when sort of everybody else perhaps uh, can see it, your your view of yourself or your actions or your words, or whatever it might be, doesn't line up with uh, the the uh, the way other people view you. In some sense, you would put yourself higher. Or, or better or greater than other people, and so your view of of reality is different from mm. reality itself. I think, which and that mismatch, that that imbalance is uh, is is often what we uh, what we call
0: pride. Yeah. So, so actually, if um, your instant reaction to that direct question, "Are oh, you a proud man?" But it, it would probably be no, no. I don't think I am. Um, but as you've just explored some of the characteristics of it, if you like the. You know, you overestimate your own abilities. A a bit defensive when criticised, and find Mm -hmm. it hard to admit. Uh, That starts. Okay, yeah, I do that sometimes. I'm a bit like that sometimes. Um, so it is actually quite a, a common, um, almost universal, you might say, issue. I, I absolutely
1: think so. Yes. The, the other uh, difficult part of it is, uh, it feels good. I think it, it feels good to sort of think positively about uh, about yourself um, or about uh, your your deeds uh, uh, what you've said or how you've said it. Those sorts of things, and uh, to want to sort of elevate yeah, yourself, yeah. perhaps at the expense of others, is uh, is something that uh, scratches an itch in us uh, uh, sometimes. Mm. And, and having that pointed out can be uh, can be quite painful. Can be quite uh, can be quite difficult for us.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's the it's the basis of feeling good about yourself. Is it is it mm. in line with reality?
1: Yes, um, yeah. And, Are we taking it uh, too far? Yeah. yeah.
0: And so so let's think of some examples of, of of people that perhaps stand out as proud. Sure. People. Sure. Uh, I mean, are there any people names that spring to mind?
1: Yeah, there, there's certainly um, in in the in the world of uh, uh, sports or celebrity um, or, or political figures. Um, mm. uh, you, you you might be able to pick some, uh, or some might be popping into into the minds of our listeners. Um, uh, uh, let's let's pick one from from history and one from today. I was thinking about the uh, uh, the, the, the makers of the Titanic, the uh, the incredible yeah. um, uh, ship that was going to uh, to sail from from Southampton to uh, to New York. And it was so well-built, it was so luxurious, um, uh, so went the uh, uh, the claim that not even God himself could sink Um, and, it's a bold uh, marketing line. It? It, and it and it worked. I think it was uh, uh, certainly lots and lots of people yeah. um, went to, to wave the ship off and uh, and celebrate this wonderful sort of engineering success and triumph, mm. um, uh, only to to, to have uh, that uh, that pride challenged and the fall will come um, after the pride yeah. uh, with the uh, uh, with the iceberg, with the fire, with the uh, with yeah. the incredible loss of life and uh, and destruction. Um, so so going from a very high uh, sort of lofty ambition um, uh, and. Uh, and then sort of brought low physically and, yeah. uh, and metaphorically as well. Um, yeah,
0: and, th- and that that pride comes before a fall is, mm. you know, it's a phrase that uh, is in common usage, but it is something that comes from the Bible, isn't it, from, from the Proverbs.
1: That's absolutely so, right.
0: Yeah, I mean, you might, uh, Donald Trump, I suppose, is another someone who springs to mind and you know, maybe has yes. a view of himself that is not in line with the way others <laughs> view him. It, w- it would um, be
1: so, yes, yeah, the, the, you know, the... The erection of the the gigantic towers, um, yeah. the Golden Trump um, Hotel in Las Vegas, with mm. his sort of name emblazoned on the on the top of it—a big sort of visual symbol of mm. uh, of how uh, uh, of. of- perhaps of his uh of his view of himself and again that that difficulty with having um people uh, contradict or challenge or um perhaps nitpick in, in yeah. his estimation uh his words or his policies or or something someone yeah. in his family has done something like that seems to be a very difficult thing at times um in the press briefings and things like that for him to uh to, to deal with.
0: So, what, what do you think
1: about Kanye West? So, uh, Kanye, <laughs> a, a fascinating example. <laughs> Clearly, he has sold millions and millions of records. He, uh, unlike so many others, um, uh, sort of stands out in that you know you can just say his first name and everyone knows who mm. you're talking about. That's something uh, perhaps to be proud of um, uh, in in some senses. But then there's also um, uh, uh, at times uh, even uh, the, the, you know the heights within the music industry, for example. Mm. Let's just just focus on that. Um, he he seems to. Um, to sort of put himself um, above and beyond almost anyone else who has uh, uh, is yeah. making music like his or unlike his at, uh, yeah. at times. Um, so yeah. there
0: was this extraordinary thing recently where he launched—I'm not quite sure that's the right word—he launched his presidential campaign. Yes, and uh, and went you know rambling on in a in a speech.
1: There's there's probably a variety of reasons, um, possibly good and bad, for why that happened. But certainly, I suppose at the, at the base level, you could say, well, because I've had such success in the uh, in the music and perhaps fashion industries, well, then that legitimizes me to go into uh, and venture into the uh, into the political world uh, with uh, with
0: great success. Yeah, but I, I saw a few comments after that that event that. That actually expressed concern for yeah. his his mental health.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Um, and so, and the reason I kind of raised him as as an example is that it's perhaps not always as simple as it might seem. And you know, these figures that uh, are in the public eye may appear to be proud, arrogant, self assured, whatever. Um, and make bold claims about themselves and their abilities but there's something a bit more complicated going on underneath in in many cases I suspect
1: I'm sure that's absolutely right Um, uh, whatever it it may or or may not be I I think if it's if it's contributing to this idea that uh, uh, this such person's view of reality is somehow uh, um, uh, distorted or influenced by their by their previous successes or whatever it might be so that then their their view of themselves is unrealistic um, that can manifest itself in in prideful actions mm. or, or speech or whatever it might be
0: yes yeah yeah so so there's a couple of things from just from thinking about what what pride is how to recognize it and mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. some of those examples there's some there's some themes that seem to emerge one is you know the examples we can tend to be people who are in the public eye Definitely, and in positions of of power yeah yep. and influence i th- yeah all the examples I, I don't know what the board of the white star line was made up of but i think all the examples are male yes yes so far yes
1: so. yeah I, I don't know about the, the, the full board there but uh, certainly uh, yes yeah if we think about the uh, the captain and the and the marketing yeah. and,
0: um, and, 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 the, yeah. and that white star line example is is a particularly good one for the way we'll develop this conversation because it was a It was a challenge to God, if Mm -hmm. you like, this this ship. Not even God can sink it, uh, was the claim. So, So we've spoken a bit negatively about pride. So that, that's are, true yes what, yes what are the other positive aspects
1: yeah yeah i think yeah we've sort of s- spoken about the excesses of pride and yeah. uh, i think where there's definitely you know uh, the other sort of um uh, terminology or phraseology that you don't be familiar with is just you're proud of um your son's achievements for example yeah. um at the uh, the spelling test or you're you're proud of your uh, uh, your your daughter's uh, win in the uh, uh, in the sports championship whatever it might be um and or perhaps taking pride in work that you have done so uh, the, the pride of a um, uh, of a good day's work, or, a, or the completion of a of a challenging task, or something like that. So taking some some dignity or some some pride in your in your labours, whatever they whatever they might yeah. be, um, uh, in, in uh, to an extent, I suppose it's it's a sort of a moderation thing. If you're elevating others and you're seeing the good work that they have done and recognising that as admirable and it instills in you a sense of pride, um, that I suppose would be the the, the positive side of um, of of pride. Something that's um, within within mm-hmm. measure. Within reason and doesn't distort your view of reality or the I suppose
0: the recipient's um, view of uh,
1: reality either. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so the um, you know being proud of, a, of having done a, a good piece of work, you know, mm. there's, there's some attachment to reality in that um, in, in that feeling. Yeah. Uh, and, and being proud of, of what somebody else has achieved is it's not the same. It's not quite the same thing as self pride. No. Um, no. That uh, that we've been kind of thinking about as, as slightly detached from the from the reality of things. Thank you. So can, can we add a, a biblical dimension to this and, and get to get to some biblical comment on on pride?
1: Sure, sure and um, we're, we're going to look later at uh, at a parable that deals with uh, yeah. with pride in a sort of an extended way, um, but let's look at some some sort of uh, some some sort of direct sections um, uh, for example. and um, this is a, a small section from first um, Peter, uh, a letter uh, written to uh, to believers in the, uh, in the okay. first century. And uh, in in First Peter chapter five and verse seven, we see um, uh, uh, some of the the the, the general thrust, and there's a, there's a variety of different places we could go to that say similar sort of things. But it's this idea that God is going to oppose the proud and that uh, pride um uh, excesses of pride uh something that god is against um uh, people are displaying yeah. or making a, a big part
0: of their lives okay so so I've just let me just read that verse uh, mm-hmm. so it's it's one Peter 5, five verse seven so it's just, clothe yourself all of you with humility toward one another for god opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble so it's very much setting the proud and the humble as as a contrast and yeah and god is against one but but supportive, caring for the other
1: that's right and so that um uh, that that balance um is uh, is something that we find in 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 other places because it's not for um for us for ourselves to, to elevate ourselves or to lift ourselves up yeah. Um as, uh, as it goes on the, the next verse says humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God so that he may exalt you in due time this idea mm. of us um uh, taking um extreme pride excessive pride in, in whatever it might be is, is something that we we shouldn't be doing um if appropriate if if uh, There is a time um, for people to be lifted up. God is going to be the one who um, will do that uh, justly and uh, and and correctly. And this is, is something we see in a, a variety of, uh, of, of different places. Um, is there another reference you you thought we should? Uh, yeah, have?
0: yeah. Okay. There's. Well, I was just looking at the context of this one in, in Peter actually, which is okay. about uh, you know a church community and the the leaders, the elders of that community, and that's. The, they are the people to whom that exhortation of humility is uh, is directed. Um, so, so there's the, the church community, and you know, there's a danger, I suppose, that the leader almost puts themselves in the place of of God or Jesus.
1: That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I suppose. So, it,
0: it's, so it's 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 in contrast to God.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I suppose perhaps uh, in, in there, which we'll we'll see in other places, there's a bit of an implicit warning: if you find yourself in a position of power or in a position of authority, yeah. uh, in a place where, in some sense, along some scale, you are um, higher up or further. Long or you've been there longer something like that mm-hmm. then perhaps um pride is uh, is more likely to be a a problem mm-hmm. for you is more likely to to creep up into your into your decision making or your thought processes whatever it might be there seems to be yeah, a link between a position of some sort of power authority whatever it might be and um a, a advice or warning to say um pride uh, is something that you shouldn't uh, be bringing into the, uh, the equation here
0: so, so as we thought of some examples from kind of general knowledge what about in the Bible who is who is presented as proud in the Bible
1: sure well let's let's uh, think about um a uh, a couple of examples here's uh one if, if you um if you're following along with the Bible turn to, to Daniel chapter five here we see um a a really great um description of um a, a king someone who is you know in mm. in an ultimate uh, sort of position of of power and um, here in the book of, of of Daniel Daniel who is a uh, Faithful and uh, and godly person in difficult circumstances um, is uh, is speaking um, and he is describing um, uh, uh, to a, a, a king the the actions of this king's father. Um, we won't go too deep into the context. We'll just look at the the sort of the language and the uh, and the description that's used. I'm, I'm looking here at Daniel chapter five um, and verse eighteen, sort of going yeah. in through to, to verse twenty here, um, because in this section um, Daniel is talking. About about um, a king called Nebuchadnezzar, Um, and in verse 18, um, uh, uh, Daniel says this, O king, uh, the most high God gave your father, Nebuchadnezzar, kingship, greatness, glory, and majesty. So all these great, powerful, good things. Verse 19, and because of the greatness that he gave him, all peoples, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him. He killed those he wanted to kill, kept alive those he wanted to keep alive, honoured those he wanted to honour, and degraded those he wanted to degrade. But when his heart was lifted up and his spirit was hardened so that, so that he acted proudly, he was deposed from his kingly throne and his glory was stripped from him.
0: Mm.
1: So you have there in uh, this, this description of, of this king... Um, quite a few of the, the the themes that we've been talking about sort of all bundled up. Together, this idea of um, the, the Bible uses this language uh, in verse twenty. There, his heart was was lifted up um, as a as a sort of a descriptor of of this, this prideful thinking, this um, this this mismatch between uh, his perception of, of reality and reality mm. itself. So he acts proudly, and from this great height, uh, this kingly throne um, uh, upon which he was sat, he is he's cast
0: down, and and, and and it's very it's very much associated with power, isn't it? Yes, it's, absolutely. Uh, almost, you know, ultimate power. He's got the lives of, of other people in his hand. He does, yes. And, uh, you know, who he keeps alive, he keeps alive. Who he kills, he kills, and so on. Yeah.
1: So it's a it's a it's a great fall from from high to low, and uh, pride here is is being set up as the as uh, as, as part of the uh, the equation that that, that begins the, uh, the the toppling of uh, of someone who
0: had all this power and and all this mm. control. And, and and you would see, you know, that that king, that emperor of Babylon. Sort of figure in the biblical narrative is very much set against the people of God and the faithful. Um, exactly right, yes. and 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 so you know he's very much painted in that light. So he's one of the one of the bad guys, if you like, mm. in, the, in the biblical narrative. But that issue of pride doesn't just appear in 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 the bad guys. That's right. Yes.
1: So there are there are other people who um, who similarly uh, uh, will. Will find themselves um, uh, challenged and aren't. Um, uh, yes, we would. We wouldn't definitely classify them in terms of the, how the, uh, um, the the biblical writers portray them as uh, yeah. as one of the bad guys. Let's think of um, uh, Naaman, um, for example. Moses uh, would be uh, uh, another one who yeah. who acts uh, pridefully um, after you know chapters and chapters of acting incredibly yeah. faithfully and yeah. incredibly considerately and and um, and and intelligently. You would uh, you would say in navigating difficult mm. um, circumstances. Yeah. And, 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 then, and almost
0: you know Moses is almost the in the Old Testament the opposite of, of Nebuchadnezzar exactly he's right the, he's the the great prophet the the great example uh,
1: yes yes and so in uh, in um, some uh, in, in, in in some of his um, uh, his interactions and his his actions uh, the the striking of the wa- uh, the rock to, uh, to to bring forth water for example there are um some times where um uh, the uh, the biblical record um, uh uh, highlights his um his pride in yeah. uh, the the informing of his so, so his this actions. is
0: so to just so to clarify the the event this is the second time isn't it that Moses um, produced you know brings water for the for the people in the wilderness that's right and the record says what about that
1: so this is um the uh, uh, the people of Israel have left um, uh, Egypt um, and they are in the, uh, the, the, the 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 wilderness um wandering uh, with Moses uh, leading the way and um, acting as uh, their guide, um, they challenge Moses here. this is numbers in chapter twenty um, because they don 't have yeah. any uh, any water, so Moses um, uh, gets spoken to by God and he is told to take uh, the staff this this big stick with which he has been leading and guiding the uh, the congregation um, and he is uh, is going to uh, to bring water out of the uh, the rock for them but unlike the, the previous instance where this has, has happened um, and Moses uh, sort of faithfully executed the uh, the, um, the task that he was set, um, we see a very different um, reaction here. So in, um, in in verse 10, Moses and Aaron gathered um, everyone around the rock and he, he says, listen, you rebels, shall we bring out water for you out of this rock? And then he strikes the rock twice. This is verse 11 with his staff. Water does come out. Everyone gets the water they uh, they so desire and drink, but um, Moses hasn't um, um, sort of faithfully executed the task in the way that God had had given it to him. Clearly, here there is um, something different going on, and Moses has um, uh, has, has not um, been able to, uh, to to act in the way that he acted before, and um, God is going to uh, to, to punish him. Um, for acting in this way, and so
0: in verse yeah. twelve. So, so he's yeah. So so it's what he says, isn't it? So he says, "Here, you rebels, shall we bring water?" As, as though he's he's doing it.
1: Yes, and 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 so um, in in the uh, in the words of uh, of God in verse twelve, um, you see that there the, uh, the the sort of the, the ratification of this fact that Moses was placing the uh, um, the um, uh, the power to bring this water out on himself. Um, God says in verse twelve, "Because you did not trust in me to show my holiness before the eyes of the Israelites." Yeah. Therefore, you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. So, the the punishment that Moses receives for this is not being able to enter into the uh, to the promised land, the land of Israel that the people are are journeying towards.
0: Yeah, and, and just uh, it's always good to uh, that I see there's a cross reference against that. That's it's always good to check the cross references, and it's in Psalm 106, which uh-huh. said, it confirms that it says that uh, it went ill with Moses. Because of them, he spoke rashly with his lips. So that, that you know that was that was the problem. So, so we're sort of getting a picture that with these examples. While there are some bad guys that stand out as as proud rulers, um, it's not something that's unique to them, and and we see it in other uh, essentially faithful uh, and, uh, people as well. So I, I wonder if we're looking at something here which is which is a bit more deep rooted and and. Fundamental uh, about humanity, the human human condition, the human race.
1: I think you're absolutely right. There are there are things that uh, that that link some of the examples that we've we've had together. Oftentimes, it's people who who find themselves in in positions of power, um, yeah. and and and, uh, and therefore um, things are changed. But it, that doesn't always. Um, uh, um account for, for 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 all these actions and certainly um as we as we were sort of talking about right at the beginning um both of us can think back to uh, at, uh to times when we have had um, yeah. a pride creeping in and informing what we do or how we say and we and perhaps later on you can uh, you can notice it in yourself and certainly i will well, certainly speaking for myself i don't uh, <laughs> at this point anyway claim to have any uh, great power or standing that uh, that i'm um that I'm uh, uh, drawing on or alluding to in my uh, in my misplaced pride, but instead it just sort of naturally at times feels like the uh, mm. the right thing to do,
0: even yeah. if it clearly is yeah. not the right yes. thing to do. So can we take that back to you know things like you know, the fall of Adam and Eve, and, <laughs> I, I, and I'm thinking there about you know there's um, there's this description in uh, in one of the letters of John, First John two, uh, where the apostles there. I'll just read the words out. It talks about do not love the world or the things in the world. Uh, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, uh, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride, uh, pride in possessions or pride of life, as some versions have it, is not of the Father but of the world. And that, that seems to be alluding to, you know, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden in that, that account there where they look at the fruit and they see it and they desire it um, to make them wise. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are, we, are we seeing something, something deeper there?
1: I think so. Absolutely. If, uh, if we look at the, um, uh, the, this, this section in, in Genesis and chapter to three, we see here, um, the, uh, the, the breaking of, 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 uh, what I would describe as the, as the proper, um, relation with yeah. the creator. We see this idea of, um, imbalance or mismatch, um, being brought in, um, in, in, uh, in Genesis chapter three. Um, and it's in the, um, it's sort of introduced in the, in the words of the serpent, um, if we begin at verse four, um, uh, uh, you okay. can uh, you can listen listen yeah. out for it. Um, but okay. the uh, sorry, do want me to read that. Yeah, one? go ahead. So verse four and five. But the serpent said to the woman, "You will not die, for God knows that when you eat of it, the, it's talking about the um, the fruit of the tree. When you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil." So there, in 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 verse five, that idea of uh, becoming like God. This is mm. um, obviously this is a uh, um, this is someone who is is not God and mm. is being offered the um, uh, the the chance um, here to to change um, their their status, to change their standing, to change their uh, level of power or authority in in some sort of sense, um, uh, uh, physically or mentally, whatever it might be. Um, they're grasping for something and trying to uh, or at least being offered mm. um, the chance to to go for something greater and bigger and better than what they have. Um, um, uh, uh, um, where they are
0: so it's um, so it's they're. a sort of I, I don't need God I, I can be God myself well yes I suppose you'd but also read I into that yes a sort of a
1: replacement or an additional ultimate, thing ultimate prideful Exactly, and so what? What happens with this uh, with this mismatch as we uh, as you as you go through the uh, uh, the narrative here and see what happens to to Adam and Eve um, uh, later on? What is the uh, is the um, uh, the result of uh, this attempt to uh, to, yes, to become um, as uh, uh, as as a god as god um, and uh, and replace or usurp whatever it might be? Well, we don't see a um, Um, uh, an improvement in the relationship, obviously. Uh, Instead, we see this this break, this sort of fissure, this difficulty um, brought in. If we look at uh, um, uh, verse uh, 9 and 10, this is after the the eating of the the, the fruit of the tree, verse 9, but the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid. So i was naked and i hid myself so we have fear here we have this um this division this hiding this um uh, this trying to get away from god yeah. so um, it's a
0: broken relationship
1: absolutely and uh, and the result is, is certainly not um of uh of of um of empowerment and uh mm-hmm. and and the the, the situation of, of adam and eve improving in, in in what they've done instead it's all these negative things it's this this distance this this break in the uh in the relationship um there's there's conflict introduced there's mistrust there's there's fear, there's shame, there's hiding. Uh, all, all these things sort of uh, creep in um, as a result of this um, uh, of this decision, um, uh, to which we could describe some of yeah. the uh, of the motivation as, uh, as pride in there.
0: So, so it's perhaps not surprising that as, as we saw in those quite stark statements like God opposes the proud, mm-hmm. but gives grace to the humble. That it, you know, it really rooted right at the beginning of the story of humanity is this rebellion that is essentially pride of I don't need God, I can be my own God, I can, I can choose my own good and evil um uh, and, and that that then permeates permeates through the rest of the of the b- biblical narrative as a, as a really deep rooted problem of the relationship
1: yes you see this pattern um uh, cropping up in in different places at different times um in the lives of people who mm. are very very different sometimes yes it's in it's in yeah. the kings in the rulers who uh, who who think yeah. well i'm I've got to the to the top of this particular pile let's let's get, continue going yeah. on and try and replace God yeah. now yeah. um and, but but we see it in so many different places that, uh, the, yes, it, it, it points to something deep-rooted. It points yeah. to something that is is common to all, something that's <laughs> universal, something that will affect this relationship with, um, with other people and your relationship with God yeah. as well.
0: So that brings us to the end of part one. We've thought about what pride looks like in other people, but realised that it's actually not so easy to see in ourselves. But we all do the things or feel the things that are associated with pride. We might be defensive when criticized or we don't admit when we're wrong or overestimate our own abilities. Uh, We also saw that this was the same with the biblical characters. And yes, there are some obvious proud people in the Bible, usually rulers, usually those with power over other people like Nebuchadnezzar. That certainly makes us think, that if we happen to find ourselves in a position with authority of some sort over others to be mindful of how we exercise that but in those biblical characters we even see the good guys the role models falling because of pride we looked at Moses no one is exempt it seems and that seems to be the point right at the heart of human nature is some proud thing that pushes back against God it's seen in the account of Adam and Eve right at the beginning they wanted to be like God this attitude of I don't need God I can be my own God which distorted their relationship with with God and it turns out biblically pride is something deep-rooted fundamental universal damaging to relationships with others around us as well as with God so join us in part two as we look at a story that Jesus told that helps us think about how to deal with this you've been listening to the Bible Feed podcast thanks for joining us We're always keen to hear what you think, hear your questions or subjects you'd like us to discuss. Get in touch with us on our Facebook page or send a message from our webpage at biblefeed.org and be part of the journey.